0: Hey, welcome to the Sparkling Client Podcast. I'm Eric Mork. I'm the host. And what we do is we give you short, informative shows all about Silverlight. Hey, everyone. This is Eric. Just a quick note before this show. It was actually recorded in December of 2010, right after Silverlight 5 had been announced for the first time. All right. uh, Welcome to the Sparkling Client. We have uh, Kelly White, guest host as always, and uh, we're joined this week by Mr. Ward Bell. Ward, hello. Hello, hello everyone. Mr. Brian Goldfarb. Hey, everybody. From Microsoft. And Mr. Adam Kinney from Pixel Labs. Hello. R-us, no, just Pixel Labs. It's yes. Pixel
1: Lab, it's, it's singular. Yeah.
0: Very nice. They only have one lab, they're expanding later. That's right.
2: Yes, there's only a couple of us.
0: Well, my company is Silver Bay Labs, right? Yes. Plural, yes. Yeah. Okay, so um, we just heard about Silver like 5. Right. For most of us, this was the first time hearing you know the details in, in this sort of public way. So I'm really interested in like general impressions of what uh, of what you took away from that. So if we could just you know start move around, Adam, what did you think?
2: I thought it was I thought it was uh, pretty good. You're speechless. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> speechless. <laughs> well, you know, there's so many things I want to say that it's hard to pick pick which one to start with. Um, I. You know, it's interesting, right after the keynote, I was talking to Rob Rellier from the WPF team, and the Silverlight team, they're both, um, and uh, one of the things that I was talking to him about was how a lot of these Silverlight desktop applications I had started, we thought they would be a Silverlight out of the browser app, but mm-hmm. they couldn't because of some of the limitations, and then he asked me what kind of limitations, and then I thought, oh, a lot of them that you just mentioned, so actually, a lot of the... Kind of out-of-browser features, the pInvoke stuff is actually going to become very useful, and it'd be
0: great to have it today. Oh, interesting. So. Yeah, so COM wasn't enough; like, you needed pInvoke.
2: Yeah, and some of the like the multi-window, um, right? The tear-off windows of that type of stuff is is going to be helpful. So, yeah.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, there Brian. No, we're gonna we're gonna I skip you.
3: I, I would skip me. Throw a skip card. Throw <laughs> oh, the skip card in there. Well, uh, first of all, I, I
4: thought it was tr- there was tremendous energy and excitement around Silverlight, um, especially in light of the the events of the last month. It was a real chance for uh, uh, people to see that Silverlight was uh, the people were very busy with Silverlight both the people who are building with it and the people who are building the next version. And uh, that we we should really put to rest any lingering uh, concerns about it as a platform. So that was really big and the energy that was involved in it and the commitment to showing what's coming um, was huge. Uh, For uh, those of us who were sort of looking for what's in Silverlight 5 for us, I think depending on what kinds of app you build, there was something for you. Uh, it looks a lot like uh, what's what's happening is they're solidifying things that you, fill in gaps. It's a lot uh-huh. of gap filling in, in this release, which is just great. So, so
0: so, you've done a lot of WPF, right? So you're used to some of, um, you know, to binding ancestor relative and, and those kinds well, of stuff. Well, there was a long list is, of
4: things so. that we missed right. before markup extensions and that thing. But, but, but then they added, you know, for the developer, I, I know this isn't going to... Float the boat for everybody who's interested in Silverlight, but for the developer, the, you know, being able to put the debugger on that line in there nice. and be able to see what was going on, it was like hallelujah! Been waiting for this, uh, and and that's something we have in Silverlight. You know, uh, we're going to have in Silverlight. We can't have soon enough.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I I completely agree. Do any thoughts over here on this side? Uh, Brian Henderson just joined us as well, normal guest host. Um, Kelly, Brian.
4: Just what Ward is saying: productivity enhancements, be able to separate points on a Um performance in Visual Studios very big things coming just makes our job much easier as developers
0: yeah, so, I mean, I think the, the team really came out and said, what, do you, what are you guys missing? What do you need? And they actually used user voice, right? And we said, here are the things we're missing. And I think they did a pretty good job of, of covering those things. So can we talk about the 3D demos now?
2: Because well, that's where I was going yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> <I was laughs> to go. Right, right, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Let me give you a little
3: Microsoft perspective before yes. we move on to 3D. Yeah, yeah, cause yeah. 3D, I think, is super cool. <laughs> <laughs> and we could spend it, the rest of does. the podcast talking yes. about 3D, particularly semi-naked. Scott got three <laughs> 3D models. Model. Yes. He is ripped. Uh, models. But, no, I, you know, just, you know I, I wasn't the first time I'd seen Silverlight 5, which is the, it's good news that I wasn't the first time I saw yeah. it. Because that would be weird, <laughs> wouldn't it? Uh, wow, that was awesome. <laughs> My yeah. favorite thing I saw today. But, no, I think the, the thing that's great from our perspective is two things. You mentioned user voice here, which is really important, because we, we have a list of features 10 miles long that we want to do, and every developer has their bright, shiny yeah. object. That's the most important thing that has to get built. Uh, that's always false. Uh, <laughs> so you have to go uh, relegate that with the reality of what people want. And for us, what was fascinating about just getting the data and getting the information was how two scenarios really floated to the top. You know, this rounding out, as you call it, I think of it as making this a true business applications platform. You know. We did SL3 with out, of, out of browser, and it was kind of like this idea, more than anything. An
4: investment. Yeah, yeah, it was it a was, down payment. It was a, uh, right. yeah.
3: I call it a tease. Yep. Uh, or a, uh, that is an official Microsoft a, term. Or yeah. even an accident. <laughs> and it turned into something so much bigger than that. And with 4, we, I think we finally made it a feature that was capable of being used. And as we looked at the software people were trying to build and wanted to build, yep. rounding it out is exactly what it was. We have to go fill the scenario end to end. Because we tried to tackle every possible thing you can do you end up kind of peanut buttering across and you don't get the end-to-end solution so we put a ton of energy into the enterprise applications and that's where you're seeing the debugging stuff right hooking up a debugger to a xaml breakpoint being able to see the debugging problems these are the things that if you're building real software that's like real software yeah. Yeah. that's game changing if you're putting content on a web page that you're going to throw away after six months because it's a digital marketing site you don't necessarily need that. So really pushing us to uh, exercise quality around premium experiences. And then around media. Right? Yeah. How do you go and take media where we're highly differentiated and really kind of best of breed and continue to push that forward? We're getting pushed by the TV industry. We're getting pushed by Netflix to go make media and Silverlight better. That's not interesting to someone who's doing enterprise application development, but it's part of what we're trying to do with Silverlight over time. And so those two scenarios are, hey, let's go round those out as much as we possibly can, and not really worry about the next set of things. And, and we're gonna to continue to focus on, I think, that sort of development model as we iterate in the future. Yeah, I think that's really good,
0: because where we were at, I think, a lot of the times in, in our practice was, we have this feature that's really nice, but we can't really use it, right? And yeah, that would be
3: problematic. So, for printing. instance,
0: printing. Yeah, print, print, printing, example, Adam, yeah. <laughs>
3: perfect. Printing was the out-of-browser of v4. It was yes. a start. Yeah. yeah. And now you have full vector printing support with PostScript. So now it's you can cool. all go learn PostScript again. Have yeah. fun with that. Yeah. Thank, Thank you.
0: So, so, so and, and I'm just curious. Did anybody count the number of, like, enterprise demos versus,
4: like, media demos? I mean, it
0: was very It's very different than the first
4: time, yeah, where it was all consumer-facing. There was right? a lot more enterprise-facing. One, one of the best segments, I thought, was not actually very technical at all. It was the Dayforce uh, uh, example because... Uh, uh, It's killing me the name. Um, What was his name again? David Osip. David Ossip stood up there, and he gave the value pitch that I have to give to my customers about why Silverlight. Right. And it was bang, 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 uh, numbers, um, uh, something that a business person could understand. And I think all developers need to know what that is. Need to know what that yep. pitch is and be able to make it themselves.
0: And, and that was the frustration coming out of PDC was um, this is not the stuff we need to tell our clients, right? And so it was it was good to you know finally hear that. So so we've talked about kind of the media stuff, the enterprisey stuff, but the three D for me is kind of an outlier. It's kind of to the side of that, right? Like an amazing out have of the to blue have a demo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So a teaser, right? Like That's a tease. Yeah, right. This <laughs> we'll is stars. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I think 3D is a start. It's a it's a incredibly low level API that has the possibility.
1: See, we didn't know that at first. We saw that demo, and, and, and the architect guys did an amazing job. But I didn't know it was low level until like when everyone was talking in the halls to somebody.
3: That's right. It is a it is a low level API. It is. Yeah. You get immediate if you want to go right to the graphics card, and then you can do low level 3D, which means you can do anything. Yeah. That's right. right. It's a Good thing. It right. also means but it also means you have to do everything. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's okay, because it really, if you look at the demo we saw today where they, they they did all the vertex shaders, and they came and explained that demo to me and used a bunch of words. <laughs> I, I'm not a 3D guy. I binomial this and something that, and like i'm am I'm a developer by training, but 3D graphics is not my yeah. my background. And they were speaking you know linear algebra. I was like, okay, I took that class in college, I think. <laughs> uh, so you can do a lot of amazing things. and you know we we look at the scenarios that we want to, to attach 3D to around data visualization in particular. Because you look at things like Crescent,
1: mm-hmm. look like at what
3: we're doing with Pivot right. Viewer. Think about how we want to transform business data visualization, business interactions. Like 3D has a lot of applications. But if you think about it in terms of, hey, how do I project population data onto a spinning, onto a, onto a globe from like a, a, a mapping perspective? How do I take it, patient it's the data? It's ha- the Hans Rosling, right, at the TED Talks when he does those
0: amazing data visualizations. That's right. And, I don't know. Well, I mean, that
2: was it's the really a guy at the end. Yes. Right. He was right. the yeah. the bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah before your eyes.
3: And that's yeah. our vision. And so I look at all of you to say, hey, you have the API, it's so low level, it gives you everything you need. Yeah.
1: Which is great. That's what we wanted. Yeah. So, so, Brian, I wanted you to give me the tease of plugging in a connect and, and P invoking <laughs> to that.
3: Here's the second person to ask me for that today. Uh, next time. Right? Okay. So, yep. so Kelly is a big believer in Only, the only one tease per show. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we all want
4: to program by dancing in front of Connect. <laughs> <laughs> if then, why MCA, you know? It's, only
3: a uh, video here. <laughs> we, we, we did the session um, with Jeffrey Hammond from Forrester with a bunch of sort of CXO panel, yeah. and that came up talking about NUI in general. And what okay. does NUI mean uh, for, for software development? At all, like even take a step back from silverlight and say, okay, we have mobile devices, we have tablets, we have slates, we have, we have the connect in the gaming scenario. But hey, look, NUI is happening. It's completely revolutionary, and yet we don't understand what it means for software yet. And so that's the whole next generation for us of platform builders. Like, what are we going to do with NUI, and when then what do we enable you all to do with it? And the connect is, I think. You know, I'm often critical of what we do. It's an amazing, amazing piece of technology. I mean, I first got my connection when it came out. I sat at home. Like, this is going to be awful. And I, 10 hours later, I was sweating, and I could barely move <laughs> the next day. And I was so impressed with uh, how well they were able to do it. And you can, you can immediately start thinking of the ramifications of being able to have that type of gesture, that type of interaction.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, my question about 3D is... Is there any reason we couldn't have a 3D shooter inside the browser? Yeah. No, hmm? No. I mean, we could do it, right? Yeah. If, you had, if you had enough time and will and energy. Yeah. As long as you have a GPU, I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah. Remember, not everything's going to have a GPU. All right, um, so Tim, uh, we're joined by Tim Heuer. the any audience? Anything to add, Tim? I'm just listening. You're just <laughs> observing. <laughs> any, uh, yeah. any final thoughts as we go around the circle? No, none from Adam. Mm. he's just smiling.
2: I, there's still a lot more sessions, I guess, is part of what I'm, I'm really looking forward to the performance stuff for the phone.
0: Oh, yeah. Jaime cool. is um, doing the performance. Yeah. He'll yeah. break your yeah. brain a little bit. Yeah. It, yeah. That's stuff that yeah. I watched it once. I need useful. to watch it again, to be honest. I need to, to watch it again after that, too,
3: probably.
4: Any tidbits you take away, Adam, from a designer perspective? coming in I'm not here as a designer. <laughs> this is okay. not a design day. <laughs> he's incognito. I
3: see that because of the
2: content. I mean, this... I wish there was some expression blend love here, but I understand they're behind it. The, you know, they're always behind the, the platform. In the tooling, so,
4: of course, but it's, yeah. the feature set, the 3D graphic stuff obviously has some impact.
3: Well, what do you think about the, the new Fluid UI work that we did, sort of the automatic animations. I've heard people say, <laughs> I've heard designers tell me it's the new animated GIF of, of Silverlight. And I'm heard,
2: concerned because <laughs> now it'll be super easy to add the Welcome to the book club. Welcome yeah. to the book club. So you know? it
0: felt a little repetitive in the demo, I think, was what was you're just, pointing out.
2: It, it might just be the animation. Um, might have been the, yeah. or the do developer. Do, so the thing <laughs> is, I do like that it makes that easier. I'm concerned, though, that it's one more way to do an animation in Silverlight. And right now, it's nice to have the flexibility, but I guess coming from a training perspective,
3: that can be If you give a child a nail gun, bad things can happen. And yeah. I guess I get, we get that, yeah. but I also think the opportunity for yeah. empowering the creative developer to get to a point they could never before is, is worth doing. Yeah, yeah. you know,
4: let, I mean, looking at it from the developer's side, uh, we can't all learn Photoshop, but we love the red eye removal, mm-hmm. all right? And we would yeah. like, uh, you know, we need a little uh, help to get uh, over the bridge. And uh, writing those big, long storyboards is not something that we're good at. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, we'll do some kind of, I was telling you about ransom notes, we'll write some, <laughs> if, 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 exactly. if, uh, but but we will uh, eventually learn to do better than that. At least we'll learn to appreciate what it is that a real designer can do in terms of bringing fluid motion into a business application.
0: Right, yeah. I'll be int- interested to see the appropriate uses.
2: And just to finish the design aspect question, I like that they mentioned the text improvements. Right. Um, I
3: I want to see them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We didn't
2: see them yet, but everything that they said is going to be
3: very useful. Any text clarity improvements would be awesome. Yeah, there's we a, a bunch of those and text control with the kerning and things and the leading and things like that. Yeah, Other right. words people don't know unless they know things yes. about text and fonts. <laughs> right. But again, they know right.
4: what they don't like, and we, which, it that's always right.
3: gets expressed as it's
4: too
0: damn fuzzy to read. Yeah, <laughs> and I go, well, we have
3: pixel snapping now. And you're like, what does that mean? Well, I can move, the, I can round the okay, <laughs> Never mind. <Yeah>. So, uh, <laughs> it looks it good. Yeah, it'll, right. it'll it looks look good, good oh, and that, yeah. yeah, and that's, that's what right. we want.
1: So Eric, my favorite thing that I that I got from from that keynote this morning was Scott stood up, you know, and after he he apologized for the silver you know, fiasco PDC he which was great and huge. (laughs) You you may
0: be characterizing that a bit strong, but okay. Yeah. But (laughs) (laughs) kerfuffles. Right, that's the official word.
1: And he showed three pillars there, right? Three pillars of technology. Those I remember three, three screens being all no. no, three pillars. No, this this was a couple of
0: conferences. ago. HTML5,
1: Silverlight, and WPF. And we had a yep. question coming to the podcast. Somebody was asking, "What technology should they base their career on for the next five to ten years?" Okay. <laughs> yep. Those three pillars, you know, are are a great example of what somebody should look at for the next, you know, five years. And, and not to to you know, go off and, and be a Silverlight developer only, but you know, right. be a be a samurai and have all three of those
0: weapons. Yeah, there's room for WPF. There's definitely room for HTML5 and, and you just got just got to know the, the the right tool to use at the right time.
4: All right. Well, mate, can, can I say something? Just because yeah, <laughs> that, why, why that was perfect. perfect. <laughs> uh, that was that was, I,
1: that was, you I filled it. I wrote the <laughs> because I
4: but, <laughs> but it I leaves you with thinking that you have to learn all three of those technologies and there's going to be plenty to eat. Learning one of them and becoming good at one of them, yeah. you want to realize that you're going to play well with the other three. But you, you know, you can you can't learn everything. So p- you, there's. And plenty we'll give of you needs. two
3: for the price of one with the APF and several. There right? you go. Yeah, there you yeah, <laughs> go. I'll go with that.
2: <laughs> play well.
4: Fantastic. Well, um,
0: everyone, thank you um, for coming. I just grabbed these people out of the hall. It was um, perfect. So so thank you very much, Adam and and uh, Brandon Ward. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hey, if you're interested in Silverlight Desktop, Windows Phone, or even iPhone iPad development, go ahead and give our site a look. SilverBayLabs.org. We craft software with an agile approach.